there is still a lot of bias and as a woman leader myself i feel it is my duty to pave the path for future women leaders and make sure that they have better experiences than i did especially in the early days hello i'm sean cheatham the chief commercial officer at hayes technology and this is how did you get that job this is a special episode where we'll be focusing our attention towards international women's day and looking back at key moments from season one where our guests shared their experiences about gender imbalances in their careers. We will also be joined by Carolyn Wilson, who is the Director of Workday Practice at Hayes Technology, to also share her observations on how the business and tech landscape has changed. International Women's Day is a day celebrated globally to help empower the social, economic, cultural, and political achievements of women. Quite often, the tech industry is under the microscope for its lack of gender diversity. Here is customer engineer Ali DiPolito discussing her firsthand experience. When I joined EMC in the UK, I was probably the only female sales engineer in a group of maybe around 100 people. When I left Dell, which was many, many years after I started in the UK, the team was 25 to 30% female in the team I was then leading for the UK. And my current team in the UK, same is 30%. So I do see, in general, all types of diversity. I'm a huge believer of not just gender diversity, but cultural, multinational, age, diversity, skills. And it just makes the team so much more rich. Jessica Nimmers, the Chief Security Officer at U.S. fintech company Elevate, shares their experiences too. When I joined and I was coming up as CISO and a security leader, there weren't many women in this field. We're growing, which is great in diversity that way, but also, again, men and women coming in from a non-traditional background. I think it's bringing a different viewpoint into cybersecurity. In 2022, the focus is to break the bias meaning to help create a world which is free of bias, stereotypes, and discrimination to help the world become more diverse and inclusive so everyone can feel valued and celebrated. Shelby Vaklu, who is the Director of Data at Strava, touches upon bias in her own observations of the industry. There is still a lot of bias. And as a woman leader myself, I feel it is my duty to pave the path for future women leaders and make sure that they have better experiences than I did, especially in the early days. One of the challenges to bias is the imposter syndrome, something which throughout season one of this podcast is commonly referred to. Let's bring back Jessica Nimbers. Interestingly, Jessica started her professional career as a ballerina before changing career paths to technology. I've talked to a lot of other women, and sometimes I thought it was just me, and they said, no, it, it was me too. I think for me personally, part of it was the imposter syndrome and getting over that. I think for years, actually, I did not talk about being a ballerina. I was worried that that would discount my credibility in technology and cyber and it was one of my mentors actually said, you need to talk about your background to just show how diversity can come into technology and cybersecurity. And I think a lot of women are not 
is motivated or is courageous to come into a technology career because they feel like they need to check every single box and have every single certification to be qualified to come into this industry. Kathy Chen, the vice president of Channel for Citrix, an ex-managing partner of Twitter, touched upon this and how it affected her emotionally. Sometimes, as a female, not female leader, right? I think as a female, we may be lack of self-confidence and may take others' opinion too personal and cause me, at least myself, to be emotional at times. So I really took a long time <laughs> to overcome this kind of a challenge and do believe myself and also sometimes still emotional, but give limited time. It is really a big challenge for me. Awards is a time to recognize achievement. And Jessica Chaplow, head of e-commerce at Havas Media, has been a finalist for Women in IT Young Leader of the Year and also recognized as Media Week's 30 Under 30. When I asked her what it's like to be nominated for an award, she touched upon the imposter syndrome too. I was like mortified at the time, which sounds silly, mainly because I'm one of those people that likes to lead from the front, celebrate from the back. These types of things for me, I just thought, no, I just like to fly under the radar, do the good work and let success be a byproduct of that, not bask in this like glory of awards, etc. And then I actually found that by being recognized for those types of things, for someone like myself, actually, they're more important than ever, mainly because there's things like imposter syndrome, all of those things flying around, being in an industry that is frequently, I've spoken at conferences where I've been the only female speaker, and then I'll tell people before I agree to speak, if there's no other female speakers, I won't speak. So how can this be tackled? Kathy Chin has an idea. I think the reason prevent that or stop the women to get into this industry is because they lack of support to see the success story, right? <laughs> and I also think that working in technology must be like very stressful <laughs> and no life. Actually, it's not like that. So what I want to say is don't focus on technology itself. Focus on what technology can bring to the society can transform individual, can transform the organization instead of thinking about that's only coding and R&D too boring. <laughs> it's not. Adam Spearing, field CTO at Salesforce, tells a story that shows how tech can be open to everyone, creating a diverse workforce that offers new insights and approaches. We had a great story the other week I was reading at Salesforce where this lady had lost her role as a chef in a kitchen in New York. She was a single mom bringing up, I think she had one child, and she learned all the skills. She got her certification. She's making way more money than she did, and she's able to balance her hours and be more active as a, or more engaged as a parent because she's not trying to pull night shifts in, in a kitchen. My daughter's just got a job in technology. She's a history master's, medieval history, yet she's working in technology. Right, So it's open to everybody and not just masters, any qualification. I don't care. Coachable talent is what we need. And here's Shelby Vaklu from Strava. I am actually now very, very adamant that you do not need a PhD to succeed as a data scientist. I genuinely believe, I'm not just saying it because I don't have it, but I've also had the pleasure of working with a lot of wonderful people who've come from such very different backgrounds and diversity of educational experience that they bring genuinely, I think, helps this field grow. However, if you immerse yourself in culture, 
it can give you some new perspectives. I was getting together with a lot of other CISOs and yes, almost all men. I found that the talk in technology from maybe the 90s or the early 2000s was primarily about golf. The chatter was about bourbon. And I thought, now how, again, being a woman in tech, how am I going to integrate in with these men to join the conversation? So I made it my New Year's resolution in 2019 to learn about bourbon. And I really just wanted to do that so I could join the conversations after the conferences. What happened was I absolutely fell in love with bourbon. So where are we with gender diversity? I spoke to Carolyn Wilson, the director of Workday Practice at Hayes Technology, and I started by asking her, what are Hayes Technology's findings on gender trends over the recent years? We've seen a really positive impact, Sean. Gender diversity, we know, has been a hot topic for over a decade now. And on average, still, despite the positive shift, 20% of the tech workforce are females. We've got a long way to go. Gender imbalance is pretty much replicated across all sizes of organisations. However, more than ever, we see female tech role models speaking at events and on podcasts. And we see females in the tech industry with a strong personal brand, amplifying their messages on LinkedIn, sharing their stories. This is really helping to fuel passion and intrigue within the sector. As Kathy Chen rightly highlighted, we need to see more and more success stories. It's not enough. We're flying through the fourth industrial revolution at speed. We have no idea what's next. And there's a huge talent shortage as we're on this journey. This sector needs all the help possible. We need the entire gender community to be part of it. Have any trends emerged with women in tech? Yes, we've certainly noticed, Sean, roles like quality assurance, business analysis, product owners and designers have a much better balance than a decade ago. However, the major imbalance tends to be within software development and engineering. Female software developers are massively underrepresented across the technology sector. I mean, software developers, as all recruiters will know, are in short supply anyway. We could push to solve this if we encourage more females to enter that part of the ecosystem. Again, taking a step back, you know, could this be linked to the fact there's a low uptake of females entering computer science related degrees at around 15%? Let's make the impact here. The numbers will look after themselves if we make the impact from the bottom up. This year's theme of International Women's Day is break the bias. What do you think this will achieve for the future? I think it will help raise further awareness. A thousand times the message. We need to keep talking about it. Hopefully, businesses that have made that positive shift will get their message out there and shout about it for other organizations to replicate it. More role models will come to the table, more case studies. And that's what we need. We need to make it the norm. We've seen how agile we've become since the pandemic and embracing this hybrid culture. We've changed working practices for the better. Having recruited in the tech sector for 15 years, I always like to try and bring everything back to technology. 
We talk about cloud platforms being agile and scalable. We need to say the same about the makeup of our technology teams. We need to get the balance. We need to break the bias. That was Carolyn Wilson, Director of Workday Practice at Hayes Technology. So as a person who's been in the staffing industry for 20 plus years, I've certainly seen as of late many companies focusing on gender diversity and more inclusive environments. But doing these podcasts, it really does elevate my understanding of how diversity and inclusion can really create a better environment, a better outcome, a better product for organizations. Thank you for listening to this special episode. I'm Sean Cheatham, Chief Commercial Officer at Hayes Technology, and this is How Did You Get That Job? Please do check the show notes and the Hayes website where we have lots of blogs and guidance on the topics raised within this podcast. We do hope you enjoy celebrating International Women's Day and it helps empower you to follow your dreams.